artificial intelligence, and the future of work. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Martin Fleming, Vice President and Chief Economist at IBM. Welcome, Martin. Thanks. Pleased to be with you. We're glad to have you. Give us a brief summary of your professional background and tell us about your role at IBM. Sure. So currently I'm IBM's chief economist. Uh, however, most recently over the past decade, uh, I have spent in two roles, uh, both as the chief economist and the chief analytics officer. Uh, many uh, folks will know that it's common in the technology industry now to combine analytics and economics. Uh, and we've done that just as many of our peer companies have as well. I recently uh, gave up the chief analytics officer role to focus full-time on the chief economist role so that more of my time could be spent understanding the impact uh, of technology, particularly artificial intelligence, on labor markets, work, uh, and the future of work. You co-authored a study released by the MIT IBM Watson Artificial Intelligence Lab examining how AI and related technologies will affect jobs. Start by explaining how the underlying data was collected and analyzed. Sure. So the MIT IBM Watson AI Lab is a unique arrangement between a large corporate organization and a very large prominent university. We each contribute funding and resources, so every project has a principal investigator from IBM as well as from MIT. The work that we've done, I've been partnering with Eric Braun Olufsen of the Sloan School at MIT. We ingested 170 million job posts from, that are provided to us by Burning Glass Technologies uh, and have taken the text and use the tools of machine learning and artificial intelligence, natural language processing, to understand the occupations that, that employers are looking for, the wage rates that are being offered, but importantly, the tasks that workers are expected to perform as part of those, operation, uh, those occupations. So it's the, the occupations and the tasks, the combination of the two, that allows us to build a very rich, and robust database and understand how work is evolving as new tasks are being sought by employers over time. What were some of the key findings of the study? Well, first of all, one of the findings is that over the course of the 10 years of data that we had, uh, employers are actually uh, asking workers to be more focused in what they're doing. That is uh, taking on fewer tasks. Over the course of uh, the, the, the 10 years, the number of tasks that the average worker was asked to take on were 4.3 fewer tasks. Interestingly, for those tasks that are more suitable for machine learning, there were slightly more tasks that were reduced, not surprisingly. And for those um, focused that are more, uh, that are less focused uh, on machine learning, uh, there, are, there are still many more tasks that workers are performing. So we're already beginning to see a little bit of the um, uh, implementation of automation, early AI in, in redefining and redistributing the tasks that workers are doing. Um, it's early. Uh, and change has been slow over the period, but we're beginning to see some of that. Um, secondly, we also see that workers are 
increasingly compensated uh, for the high value skills that they bring. Some tasks may be automated, but the tasks which are not automated is where workers add significant value. And that's where we find the increase in value and the increase in compensation that workers are realizing. Uh, many of the, uh, the folks uh, who, who uh, are listening will understand that uh, this is essentially a, a hedonic wage model where we capture the value of the individual task as part of the wage that's being provided for that occupation. And then third and finally, we look at uh, the how wages are changing across wage groups. So for low wage workers and high wage workers over this time period, their salaries and their compensation actually increased relative to mid-wage workers. Um, and, that's, and that begins to offer a bit more of the uh, equalization, shall we say, uh, of income uh, over a period of time. Uh, but it's the mid-wage workers where, where really the challenge uh, still exists. For those organizations on a growth curve, what should they consider in, in what machine learning and AI to support that growth? Well, they re you, really the critical issue is around skills and training and career development. Um, one of the, the challenges that all workers face, whether they're data scientists or uh, data engineers or software developers or any occupation, is that we see the rate and pace of change increasing quite significantly, meaning that more training, uh, more skill development, uh, and greater challenges are facing workers as they are employers. Um, and in, a, in an era when uh, change is at a much slower pace, uh, workers uh, can expect over a long period of time to have a fair degree of stability in the requirements for their work. But, but now, of course, that's no longer the case. Um, and so both employers and employees are much more focused on uh, the longer-term career and the skills that are changing over that longer time horizon. What specific human skills and attributes will prove to be most resilient alongside our AI-based colleagues? It's, it's really the, the social and the cognitive skills. Um, there are certainly quite technical skills uh, across many occupations um, that workers, uh, younger workers coming out of university programs, of course, are quite adept at. Um, and many of the technical skills that uh, older workers and more experienced workers acquire over time. Uh, but really the differentiating factor oftentimes is the ability to engage uh, in a network in a large organization and communicate uh, effectively uh, and to be able to function uh, in, a, in really a high cognitive environment uh, where, uh, where the insight uh, and experience are really necessary to be able to uh, accommodate the change that we see occurring. Where can our audience find a copy of this study? Uh, it, it is on the uh, IBM uh, Research uh, public website, uh, and it's uh, available to anybody who'd like to uh, download it. Dr. Martin Fleming, Vice President and Chief Economist at IBM. If somebody wants to connect with you personally, personally Martin, how can they do that? They can find me on LinkedIn. It's the best place to, uh, to communicate. <laughs> Thanks again. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here.
go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.